All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. All right, okay, calm down. Just just give it a second. The music will stop. There we go. All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, we're late. <laughs> yeah, the podcast is coming out a little bit late this time, and the equipment went down, and uh, everyone's sick around here. The kid is sick, and uh, Janik's mom is not feeling well, so you're stuck with me. But that's okay because I I had something to... Well, I had something we talked about on the live stream on uh, the World Show on YouTube, and it's bugging me. And I don't know that I'm going to give you some answers, but I'm gonna maybe I'm going to ask you for some answers. Maybe let's turn this around. Maybe I'm the one reaching out for help today. Maybe someone can get some stuff squared away in my mind, or maybe what I'm coming up with there's no answer. Yeah, maybe it's just a. Uh, it's just a matter of fact. Maybe it's just a conversation where at the end you shake your head and you 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 dream for a time long ago that is no longer present. Maybe it's just that. Um, there, there's a few things, and it's it's nostalgia. It is. Uh, it's but it, it started with it started in my head with family. Kind of a weird topic, but I was wondering how many of you are proud of your family name. How many of you, um, and I'm, it can be men or women, but it typically follows in in the suit of of the male lineage, does it not? Where you're proud of your name and you stand tall with your last name. Um, I'm very proud of my grandfather. I'm very proud of my my dad's accomplishments. So should my name uh, should my name follow along with some some sort of uh, loyalty to their name? Should I be trying to live up to them or do better? Maybe it's even arrogance. Maybe you get a little arrogant and you get a little cocky when you're talking about your family lineages and what your parents have done in life, what your grandparents did, maybe in World War II, you know, things like that. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's maybe there's something to remember and and you're proud of that. I don't think kids today care about their last name. I don't think that girls, when they marry a husband, they, I don't think they give the last name that they're signing on too much consideration. The man they're marrying or the, 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 the man's parents before him. I think that people give away uh, marriages and divorces too easily. That's a, that's another topic. <laughs> it's another that's something for a different time. But I'm thinking about I'm think I'm, I guess it's pride, um, loyalty, devotion. Uh, start with family, and you know there, you always get to a point when you're a when you're a kid and you're a teenager and you want to get away from your family and you don't want to be around your family. But there was a time that even if you were estranged from your family, if there was a crisis, you'd come home. 
if there was somebody picking on your parents, let's say, as an older set of parents, you'd come home and defend them. You didn't care if your parents hated you. You didn't care if you were the black sheep of the family. You would come home and help make things right, would you not? Did we not do that? I think so. I did. Um, a lot of that had to do with my grandparents. They, you know, just but I'm I'm just saying in general. And I was proud of my last name. I was proud of my family's name. You know, my obviously you have grandparents on both sides of your family, so you have different last names. But you're you're proud to be part of that lineage, and you're proud of what your grandparents have done, and your and the and your parents. I don't think kids today care. I don't think kids today feel like they have a strong last name and a strong heritage. And let's say your family was a bunch of screw-ups. Let's say your 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 parents, your, your dad's name was just horrible. Well, then wouldn't you take that name and try to turn it around? Wouldn't you give it your best effort to be better, to right the wrongs of that name that everybody knew and thought about? You know, I don't. A lot of people don't live in the same towns that they grew up in anymore. I think there's a, it's in today's age versus 60 years ago, people move from town to town. So you're, you know, nobody lives where they grew up. But back in the day, that name stuck with you in that town. You're, that town, that community, that city, even the county. You knew the last names of the people that were good, strong, moral families. You knew the ones that were troublemakers, didn't you? So if you had a bad name, wouldn't you try to correct it? Wouldn't you fix it? Wouldn't you, if you went to war for your country, wouldn't you fight honorably to uphold the family name? Wouldn't you? There was a time, let's, let's put it this way. There was a time when you would say to yourself, I can't behave that way. I can't act that way. That would bring shame on my family. That would be bad for my family. Do you think anybody gives a shit right now if something they do damages a family name? Do you? Do you care? You're listening right now. Do you really care if something you do gives your family name a bad legacy? No? Why not? Does it just not matter anymore? What are you teaching your kids about your family name, about loyalty? Now switch gears for a second. Think about what I'm trying to tell you. And, and, and maybe just the fact that we don't live in the same towns and it doesn't matter anymore. Maybe, maybe that's the deciding factor. Yeah. Maybe that was a reason to do things because your family still lived in that town. You were behaving incorrectly in that town and people would know. Maybe now your family lives in Los Angeles and you are behaving badly in Seattle and who cares? No one's going to know. Now, what about the fact that you know? How did, it, how did society, how did all of us develop to a point where we can make ourselves okay with the stupid things we do, with the wrong things we do. How did we get to a point where we can justify through dumb words and, and, and silly slogans that we can 
you know, destroy a city in the name of a movement, you know, that we can burn buildings down uh, 2,000 miles away across the country from an incident that happened back east, and we justify it, and we're okay with it. How did we make ourselves okay with it? How do we how did we how do we sleep at night like it's no big deal everybody's doing it? We don't care about what we're doing and we certainly don't care about our family name that goes along with it. I see I see TV shows and movies and and they're modern, they're set in today's period. But it seems like the only places in the country that still care about the town you were raised in and uh, and the family name like oh you're one of them that's your last name you're you know you got this last name i knew your parents i knew your uncles is back east and i don't mean necessarily like in boston or new york or you know i i mean more of the down home country feel back east like in tennessee or you know north carolina Places where a family name still, uh, at least in today's, where they're they're writing them in today's scripts, they still seem to mean something. They don't they don't ever write stories about family names in San Francisco, do they? Unless you're the elite rich, I don't see it. So I I, I guess I'm asking. This is the first part is, how come you don't care about your family's last name? You don't you don't care about your family's legacy and what you do. Let's just say your last name was Jones. Wouldn't you like to say, oh, your, your last name's Jones. You're part of the Joneses. Boy, you, your family's top-notch. You guys, you got an honest, hard-working, you Joneses. Yeah, I know you guys. Or maybe you're, maybe you're the Smiths, and maybe your family's always just a bunch of degenerate assholes. I don't know. But you see what I'm saying is that people don't seem to care about your, your family loyalty they don't care about a family name. They don't care about that tradition. And I don't know why. I don't know how we got here. I know I'm affected a little bit by that too. I am. But there's still a big part of me that wants to make my parents proud. There's still a part of me that would love for my parents and my grandparents to hear about something great I was doing, not from me. It'd be wonderful to have my parents and my grandparents hear something nice about me uh, through the grapevine, uh, through, through, through some other source other than me. The, the word just traveled and got around and say, oh, my God, that's your son. He's doing, well, your son's really something there. I would like that. That would make me feel good. It would also make me feel bad if it was information the other way. So I do have some of that left in me. But I don't know too many people, personally, that feel this way. Most of the people that I know don't care about their family name at all. Then wouldn't bother them if you, if you said, here's, here's $1,000, would you change your name on your birth certificate? Would you change your last name? They'd say, sure. I don't care. Um, I, I wouldn't. Would you? Would you put a, a small price tag on uh, changing your last name on your birth certificate on how the world views you? Kind of odd, but that's what I'm thinking.
I don't know. It 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 goes back. It goes back. What about the high schools? Do you, do you remember when high schools had rivalries? I, and I know they still do. Colleges do and high schools do. But a long time ago, your school was something you were very loyal to. And you wore your letterman's jacket and, you know, you 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 would fight, let's say. You know, I don't condone the fighting part of it. But, you know, you were really rallying behind your school and your school was great. And you came to the football games and you went to the to the baseball games and you went to the bonfires and the rallies. Why? Because you were being true to your school. The Beach Boys had a song, Be True to Your School. How could you write a record about being true to your school today? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happening. How did we get so far that we don't care about our school, and we don't care about our family name, and we don't even care about being true to ourselves. We can lie to ourselves and, and do outrageous things and tell ourselves it's okay. I don't get it. And I'm not saying I have an answer on how we got here. I can't say that I can point out a defining moment in history when everything changed. I think everything evolves just the same pace. I think that I think society erodes a little bit every generation. And I think that uh, the envelope gets pushed every generation, uh, you know, 50 years ago when you were saying someone said they wanted to have a same-sex marriage, that was a stoning offense. And little by little, people got used to it, and then people pushed the envelope and got used to something a little bit more, and they pushed the envelope, and society got used to a little bit more, and now we are at a point where they say that a man can have a baby. Yeah. I, I think that we're far from where we were. I think some of the changes in society have been great. I think in some ways we've slipped backwards a little bit, in my opinion. But what do I know? I'm just a dumb mechanic in the middle of the desert. But let's get back to what I was saying. I don't understand why there isn't loyalty anymore to almost anything. People will graffiti their own school. They'll sneak in at night and they'll spray paint their own school. Now, why would you do that? You showing off? You tough guy? You gonna go gonna go spray paint? I remember teaching all of my kids some sort of a lesson along this line, and I had to wait for the opportunities. They they would come. But I remember one of my sons one time was going through the neighborhood uh, during the holidays and he was breaking a Christmas light on someone's house. And I don't I can't remember now if he threw a rock at it or he hit it with a stick and he didn't break, you know, 75 lights, outdoor lights on one house. He'd run by and do something and break a light or two. Then he'd go to another house and break a light or two. And he got caught. And he got in trouble, and he had to go fix everyone's lights in the neighborhood. But I remember standing him in the middle of the street, and I pointed him down the street, and I go, these are our neighbors. These are our friends. Why would you damage where we live? We live here. Why would you break lights in our neighborhood? I mean, you're not, gonna, you're not supposed to do it anywhere, dumbass. But why, why wouldn't you go, you know, 
10 neighborhoods away and break it where you don't know somebody. And of course, I wasn't you know, condoning him doing that at all. I was using this as an example. I go, not only are you doing something you're not supposed to do, but you did it here. Do you want to spray paint all these houses and make them look ugly in our neighborhood? I said, you should be the kids in this neighborhood that stop other kids from coming here and fucking with our neighborhood. You should be the kids going, hey, if you kids, if telling other kids from other schools and other neighborhoods, if you guys are going to break bulbs, don't do it here. Well, don't do it here. We're, we'll, we'll kick the shit out of you. You want to mess up someone's neighborhood, you go someplace else. Don't you dare do it in our neighborhood. How come you're not that kid? How come you and your friends aren't those kids that are protecting the neighborhood? Driving down the road here and you pick up some trash because you see it throw it in a trash can. Our neighborhood looks clean. All the Christmas lights in our neighborhood work. He got it. It was, it was the right time and the right situation, and I explained it. And I said, don't be a screw-up. But certainly don't be a screw-up to your friends and neighbors, dumbass. It sunk in. It, was, it, it, it hit home. And I have to wait for those moments with my kids to, to make them really understand. That was one of them that worked. But why do kids today break into their next-door neighbor's house and steal for drug money? Why do they spray paint the walls in their own neighborhood? Why do they deliberately cause a problem at their own school? Why wouldn't you, if I don't want you to do it, but if you're going to do it, why wouldn't you do it someplace else? Where is your loyalty to your family, your friends, your neighbors, your school? Where did it all go? It's, it's even at a point sometimes where I look at kids and they don't even have loyalty to their own parents. Not even, not even, you, st you steal for drugs, okay, you're compelled, you can't control yourself, and you say, there's a whole psychological dynamic that goes along with that. All right. What about the kids who just steal from their parents because they're assholes? Why? Why would you do that? Uh, you know, you younger and you're 11 or 12 or something and you, you take $20 from your dad and you, okay, you know, you get caught. Don't do that. But I'm talking about 17, 18, 19 year olds that steal from their parents, that damage their grandparents. Why? You're so far removed from having loyalty to family. Who could, who can count on you? You have no you have no self-respect and you're not you're not taking care of anything. I can I can come rob from your family. I can come screw things up for you. And you know I can. You're not going to stop me. You're doing the same thing to your own parents. What do you care if I spray paint on your front garage door of your parents' house? You'd do it. I think you get the idea. I think you you can see the picture I'm painting. What happened to people? What happened to those kind of people that have drifted so far from their family, from their loyalty, that they're no longer embarrassed about harming the family name? Most of, most of you, not, maybe not you specifically, but a lot of people out there don't even care about the family name. There's no honor in it anymore. And there should be. How do we get so far removed? Now, I know... I know some people, I, I do, 
Maybe it's because I live in a rural setting these days. Maybe, maybe that type of upbringing has something to do with it. Maybe a rural setting had something a little bit more to do with family and less to do with individuality. I don't, I don't know that I can explain it, but I know people right now. I know kids that are 19 years old that intentionally behave a certain way because they don't want to harm their family's reputation. I know these same kids are proud of the school they live in. They're proud of the town they live in. It isn't a gang thing. It isn't this is our territory and this is our turf. No. These are just regular kids growing up in America that somehow found a path of loyalty and honor that ties very closely to family and school and community. I feel that way. Now, I'm not saying I always did. I, I had my wild years when I'm sure that I caused my family's name and reputation quite dearly. But I want to say that I've made those corrections. I want to say that I've changed those things. I want to say that I'm trying to promote the other side right now to where, you know, I can encourage others to do better, maybe maybe pass along some of these ideals. How do you feel? How are you raised? Let's stop talking about me and fictitious people that are out there and, and then people I know. Let's talk about you. Do you honor your father and mother's name, whether they're alive or not? Do you care? How do your children feel? How did you raise them? Are they proud of their last name? Do they stand up for what's right? And do they hold their name and your family name in high regard? Now, I don't want you guys to get set off on a tangent either. I want to explain something about families. And I know this goes against the grain of everything that I've been talking about. But just hear me out. We spend a lot of time talking about lineage, about loyalty to a family name and uh, I get that that's a family name and having a son that has a son that has a son and you can go great grandfather out and down the line. I, I get that. But let's not pretend that that child, that son that is carrying on the name isn't half the mother, isn't half that other name from her grandfather and her father. Of course they are. It's just, you know, we always we always speak of it in terms of the male and the carrying on the male name. I got it, and there's a lot of truth to that on how people view, you know, the, the 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 male dominance of that side. But I don't ever want to forget my grandfather on my mother's side, or my my mother's mother, you know, my mother's grandfather. That that lineage is just as important to me, although I don't get the name even though the blood runs through me just as strong, and I would not want to dishonor that name. But what about a step-parent? What about an adoptive parent? I would think those things are just as valuable now that I'm 54 years old and I'm looking at it logically and with an open heart. And now that I've lived a few years and learned a few things and skinned my knee more than once, I would tell you that you can show honor and loyalty to a family that you've created just as much as you can one 
to blood lineage. So let's set all those things together. Let's set it, let's set them all in one big pile, and let's let's understand it doesn't matter about the actual bloodline lineage, and it doesn't matter about adoptive or step. Let's just say we're trying to honor your mother and father. Let's say you are trying to respect the values and the loyalty of the family that raised you. What did I start by saying in the very beginning? Where did it go? What happened to a culture that basically did not want to bring shame upon their family. And now we're in a culture that nobody cares. Nobody cares if you walked up to their house and said, you have brought shame on yourself. I don't care. You have brought shame on your family. I don't care. How did we get so far removed from the consequences of our actions that we now don't care if our family name gets ruined. Think about how many people you know around you. Think of your own family. Think of your own name first. Let's start there. But then think around you. How many, how many last names do you hold in high regard? Now, we can think of famous people. You know, we can think of the Trump name or the Bush name, or you can think of the Bidens in the White House. You can think of family names when they're big and they're out there and they're, you know, they're in the public eye. And you can cast, you can cast a, a blame on them, or you can, or you can hold them in regard. But what about around you? Now, if I have to think about that, I can think of my grandfather and his friends, and I can think of their last names: the Petries, yeah, the Dodds. I can think of names like Cusera. And they were all families of honor. They were all families of loyalty. They would sacrifice and they would, they would do what they said they were going to do in life. If they shook your hand and said they were going to accomplish something, by God, they did it. They stuck to it. Nowadays, kids, and I say kids, kid, anybody younger than me is a kid, anybody older than me is an old man. But I'll tell you right now that kids... Even up to 30 years old, they'll promise you something. They'll shake your hand. They'll look you in the eye. But when it comes down to it, if they got something better to do, they're going to go do their own thing. And they'll offer you an excuse. Oh, yeah, yeah I meant to. I was sick or something came up. No, not the names I'm reciting to you. Not the names that count. No. Those were families of honor and would live up to what they said. They would follow through with what they said. They made a commitment. If something better came along, they didn't care. They'd already made a commitment. They stuck to it. That's like it is in marriages. If something better comes along, you get divorced and, and go with the new thing. Isn't that what it is? How did we get so far removed from some of the basic principles that made us who we are? It just seems foreign to me to look back. Now, the problem is, is that when you talk to a 35-year-old to a 25-year-old, they don't have a point of comparison other than what I'm telling them. I can't say, hey, take a look around you and look back in the day and how come things are different? They don't know any different. Nothing seems that different to them. They're like, well, this is all I know. Generation X is in a very unique position to have actually lived in these 
in these time zones where I can I can tell you that I I had very good relationships with the greatest generation with boomers with millennials with generation Z I have a perspective you as generation X you have a living breathing perspective you don't have to go to a history book. You don't have to look it up in Wikipedia. You don't have to go onto YouTube and try to find other people telling you. you. You have the life experience. You know what it was like dealing with a person from the greatest generation. You know. You know what kind of people they were. And boomers. Look a little lower. Look to millennials. You know. You know what it's like dealing with them and Generation Z. Tell me you can't see the difference. Tell me that's not why everything we're saying and doing and, and, and dividing, if you will, which is not always the best idea, but dividing people up by generations isn't, isn't like it's not normal. And it, we probably should try to come together more than we do. But it's very easy to see the differences in, in not just cultural with like, oh, you guys like this music and you like those movies and you wear these clothes. All right. I'll give you all those. I was the same way when I was growing up, when I was in my 20s. What I'm talking about are the things that should have transcended all of the generations. A firm handshake. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Opening the car door for someone. Helping someone with their groceries when it's too much for them to carry. Why? Where did these things go? Why aren't these things passed down and important. Why isn't living up to your family's reputation passed down through generations? Why isn't it where you there are some things with your family, with your loyalty, with your honor, with common courtesy and common sense, why weren't those things the same from the greatest generation all the way to Generation Z? Those things should have been passed down. Not not and not only passed down. As a, as a kid, when I was 16, 17, and 18, and I was screwing up my life every which way I could, I remembered looking at the older generation and going, wow, they are respected. They, they are people of stature. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about character. I knew back then. I felt less. I'm like, wow, I'm never going to be as good as them. And what I meant by that was I'm never going to be as respected as them. Those were, those were powerful people because they could stand in their front yard with a beer in their hand and look out, and they commanded respect, and they weren't anything more than middle class, and they weren't assholes. They were men, and, and, and you knew who they were. And they, the man knew his role in the family. The wife knew her role in the family. And sometimes they, they crossed over because sometimes the women worked and the men stayed home. There was all sorts of circumstances. But everybody knew what their job was, what their departments were in that marriage and that family. And they fulfilled them with honor. And they commanded respect and they received it. Who do you know under the age of 30 that has your full respect. Anybody? I know a couple. I do. I know a few. But those things that I looked at and I admired so much are not present anymore. Now, 
Why not? Where is that family loyalty and that family honor? Where is that dedication to the family name, to the legacy? Where And then all that goes along with that about being courteous and, and uh, showing uh, respect for others and common sense and, and, and showing, extending to everybody, you know, the, the, the olive branch first and then seeing how people react to you. Where, where did that go? Did the boomers not pass it along to Generation X correctly? Did we screw it up? Did we not pass it along? I think everybody knows about it. And I think if they know about it, I think it's their own fault. And let me explain what I mean by that. If I sit down with a millennial and I say, well, family honor and, and respect, and they know. They're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. We know. But you don't do it. Oh, no, we don't do it. Why don't you do it? Well, you get, you know, nobody respects me and I don't give, give a shit about it. And everyone has an excuse or a story, but everyone also admits they understand. They know. They know what family honor and loyalty is and they're not interested or they prefer the excuse. Maybe doing all those things, forcing yourself to be a person of character is too hard. Now, this is where I'm going with, with, with the problem I see at hand. I can reach out and talk to 25 kids I know from the age of 17 to 35. I can explain to them what loyalty and family and honor and respect and all that is. And uh, they will admit they don't partake in it too much. They know what it is. So they could do it, but it's too hard. You know what I find? You know what their response normally is to me? Everybody's doing it. Nobody has respect. Everybody's just in it for themselves. So why should I be any different? Nobody, none of my friends care about their family lineage. None of my friends care about loyalty to their family. And like I said before, you can rob and steal and shit on your family and your family name. And then when I try to do it to your family, you might go, well, it's a little up. So you can't do that to my family. You, you, just, you just burned my dad. You sold him a car that doesn't run. You took advantage of my dad. What do you care? You do it. Well, you know, this is, we're family. You, know, you get, they get all caught up in that. And, you know, you, you point out those kind of examples. What do you care? You'll break Christmas lights in your own neighborhood. You'll graffiti block walls in the neighborhood where you live, you moron. And you'll take advantage of your family and, and, and steal or borrow money and not return it. What, what do you care if anybody else does? Oh, I know. You try to turn it around. Oh, well, it's different. You know, it's, you, you know, family business. Stay out of my family business. Different. Yeah, I know it's different. And I'm not going to go out there and try to burn your family anyway. But the point is, is that. It's very easy for me to describe when strangers take advantage and harm your family. It's no different than when you're doing it. And why? We're back to the basic question. The loyalty, the family lineage, living up to a person's name, the reputation, it's too hard. It's easier just to say everybody else is doing it. This is the times we live in. Now, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I wonder if it's ever too late to turn around and change your direction when it comes to your family name and be better. I wonder if any of us 
can dust ourselves off, get up off the ground and say, from this moment on, I'm going to be better. When I die, my, my family name is going to mean something. I wonder if you could even sit down with some of your older children and let them know what your decision is. Say, hey, just so you know, um, we're changing things. We're just going to be better people. And we'd like you to be better too so that when we die, we can hand you a family name that's getting better. When you die, you can hand it to your kids and it's even better than that. Kind of like polishing up a, an old trophy, you know. You, you try to clean it up and polish it up and the first attempt, it looks better. But then the next attempt cleaning it up and you really get in there and clean it and you, you polish and shine and scrub, it looks better than that. And by the third or fourth time, it looks brand new again, doesn't it? I wonder if I wonder if there'll ever be a time when generations will begin polishing up their family name to where it counts for something where when you when you when you pass on people will remember your name and go, "Hey, wait a second, hold on. What was your last name?" "Oh, man, I knew your dad." "Ah, you <laughs> your dad was a stand-up dude." Absolutely stand-up guy and have a story to go along with it to tell to tell you about your, your dad. I wonder. I wonder if we can't start polishing it up and our kids will polish it up a little more and their kids will polish it up a little more till maybe maybe that maybe that family name, that trophy starts looking brand new again. I wonder I wonder if there's a way to make families live up to their commitments no matter what. I wonder if there's I wonder if it's too late to ever change and start a new course. And and maybe maybe not a complete change. Maybe maybe with some of some of us what we're talking about isn't a complete course correction, a 180. Maybe it's just a tune up. Maybe it's like, you know what? I'm a pretty good person doing pretty good things. Everything's fine in my life. Well, Maybe with your family's name, you shouldn't be settling for fine. Maybe whatever your family's last name is, people shouldn't just nod their head side to side and go, yeah, those guys, they're fine. They're okay. They're all right. Maybe it's, maybe there's a way to, to not settle for fine and make our family name something better. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to right now. Maybe I need to start today to become more honorable and more trusting and more caring and more giving, more respectful and, and move down that path so that, that my family's last name will mean something when I leave it to my kids. I don't know. I think there's always room for improvement. I think we'd all agree there, but I think in the area of loyalty to your family and your last name, I think there's probably more of us that have huge room for improvement there than not. I think if I went back to the greatest generation, I think there was pride in family and there was pride in the last name and there was pride in your kids and the way they were developing. And you could say their last name and everyone knew they were good kids. Oh, that so-and-so kid, that Smith kid or that Jones kid. Yeah, no, no, no. Those are good. Get from you guys. Remember the phrase? They come from good stock. That's something you don't hear anymore. You remember that? 
Oh, that no, that boy over there, he comes from good stock. What does that even mean? Why don't we say that anymore? Because there's very few there's very few families that are good stock anymore. I don't know. I'm not sure if we accomplished anything here or not. I just wanted to guys I just wanted you guys to know. I wanted to let you know something that was on my mind that I was trying to trying to resolve. Now I think by the end of this podcast, I'm trying to find a path to be a better person. Maybe be a better maybe be a better name for my family's legacy. I can picture in my head, as all of you can very clearly, what level of stature your grandfather commanded, your father, and now you. I don't want to be the demise of the family name. I don't want to be the weak link. I want to, I think after this podcast, I want to do better. I want my son to do better than me. All of them. Some of them are. <laughs> Some of them right now are doing better than me right at this moment. <laughs> Some of them aren't. But I wonder if the ones who are doing better know they are bringing pride to the family name. I wonder if the ones who are doing horrible in life know that they're doing damage to the family name. And I wonder if any of my sons either way even care. I don't know. Well, I just know that when I hang up with you guys, what I'm going to try to do is be better on my end. I would like to hang my shingle on the front of my house with my last name on it so anybody who walks by knows what family lives here and respects what we're doing. I'd like, I'd like to be remembered as good stock. I'd like to be remembered as someone who always gave a firm handshake and looked you in the eye when they introduced themselves. I don't know. I know the music's coming up. That's my that's that's like at the Oscars. The music's coming up and it's okay, get off stage, shut up, it's time. <laughs> so I'll go. I know we've been really late on the podcast. The equipment was broken and um, the world seemed to swallow us up again, but we're back on it. I thought I'd give you this one. I know this won't get a lot of views and a lot of shares and a lot of listens and a lot of likes. I got it. But I thought you guys might want to know what was going on in the old Deuterino's head because perhaps, just maybe, maybe now, a little bit of those thoughts are going on with you. I hope so. All right, you guys, I'm out of here. Thanks for tuning in again. If you had a little time to waste, about 45 minutes. Um, glad you're wasting it here with Gen X Talks. We'll put this thing together and post it as quick as we can. I think the next episode should have uh, Gen X Mom and the Kid back. Yeah, he gets over being sick and unwinds himself. We should be back on track with everybody once again. I know you're getting sick uh, looking at my ugly mug. And uh, got a show coming up, so I'll catch all you guys as soon as I can. Thank you for listening on AM, FM, or anywhere around the world on the Armed Service Radio Network. Remember this. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.